Welcome to the Middle School Water Fountain Podcast with your host, Tyler Daughtry. Hello, and welcome to the Middle School Water Fountain Podcast. My name is Tyler Daughtry, the host for this podcast. This podcast will share stories, experiences, strategies, and lessons from the middle school classroom and environment. In today's episode, we are going to discuss how educators can close out the school year as well as end-of-year activities that educators can implement immediately within their classroom. The 2019-2020 school year was probably the most unforeseen, unpredictable school year in a long time. If this was a normal school year and students were in buildings, our school district would be rounding into the final days of the school year. Any educator you come in contact with will tell you that this time of the last few days of school is an interesting time of the overall school year. Why? Because teachers have already completed their testing requirements and they have probably already covered all of the curriculum that they are supposed to. If we were in school buildings, we would probably be completing award ceremonies going outside for field days, and having graduation or promotion ceremonies. All of these ideas due to COVID-19 have been put on hold, have been done virtually this year, or schools and districts have come up with innovative ideas over the last few weeks and have already been implemented. Whether we are in school or completing remote learning, one idea stays constant when it comes to the last few days of school. Educators must do a great job managing their classroom and implementing activities and tasks for students to complete on the last few days of school. With these last few days of school, educators are always designing and implementing activities which are unique and innovative for students to stay active and continue to learn up until the last day of school. This year has been no different. Educators have had to take a different approach and focus on virtual activities for students to complete while rounding out this school year. This episode is going to detail strategies and activities and tasks that teachers can implement immediately to round out the school year. As a student, the activities that I remember teachers implementing for us to complete at the end of the school year was we would watch movies, we would do crosswords, we would do word searches, we would do coloring pages, we would do field days. Like many educators today, and in the past, I have loved showing videos, and I have had students do crosswords and word searches. But in the activities that I plan to detail below in the remainder of these podcasts, you will not see videos and crosswords and word searches. These activities are opportunities to keep students active. They are innovative ideas until the very last day of school. Educators can use these activities in future years as a fresh twist on traditional ideas. So to begin the activities that you can implement within your classroom, we begin with a basic one. One of the ideas that I have implemented within my classroom in the past few years 
and has it's really taken hold during the remote learning opportunity is anything dealing with Flipgrid. Flipgrid during the remote learning opportunity has begun become my best friend for resources to use. If you do not know what Flipgrid is, you are truly missing out on an exceptional resource. Flipgrid is a resource that all educators should be using. Flipgrid is free for educational use and it allows students to submit responses to questions or to prompts that the educator asks in short clips. They can be recorded directly onto the Flipgrid platform. Students are then able to see other students' videos and it allows students to kind of build their videos off of each other and it builds that true classroom community. At the end of the school year, you can pose such prompts and such questions as say goodbye to the school year through a wrap in a Flipgrid. Say goodbye to so-and-so, whoever you are, and whatever subject you, you teach in a Flipgrid. Tell your favorite memory from this class. Think of you're the teacher. Teach me something that you learned in my class this year. Present your best impression of the teacher. And this has um, the true potential of being something highly entertaining and breaking away from the normalcy of school while keeping it innovative and keeping it school-based. The second idea is an idea that I implement at the beginning of the school year, trying to learn more about from the students, and really could be used at the end of the school year as well, just with a summertime end of the year memory um, idea. So number two idea is would you rather? Now make sure these questions that you come up with are educational, make sure they're summertime feel, ask some end of the year questions, end of the year summertime ideas, would you rather questions, um, put a piece of tape or have two sides of the room and you've got a quick 10, 15 minute uh, innovative idea that you can truly make something magical and you can have conversations through this. Um, you can even do this through Flipgrid you can have them respond, pose a would you rather question, and have them respond through Flipgrid. Number three, students, especially in middle school, love to talk and love to share their ideas. So number three idea is let students teach. Give each student 20 to 30 minutes to teach a mini lesson about something he or she is passionate about. Or lead them in a class game, song, or other group activity. Um, I have my students teach uh, mini lessons on topics that are big topics. Uh, for example, we covered the dynasties in um, ancient world history in sixth grade, and there are a lot of dynasties. I have students research it and then they teach their classmates in like a roundtable gallery walk style format about the dynasties throughout China's history. Um, I could see that let students teach idea being used as a mini lesson, something that he or she is passionate about, like a genius hour idea. Task number four, 
is create a class survival book. Um, especially this year, I am having my students design a brochure that is basically a sixth grade survival brochure. Um, it will be what sixth grade, rising sixth grade students need to know, um, what they need to know for your class, what they need to know for other classes, uh, lockers, bathroom times, cafeteria times, enhancements, um, extracurricular activities they could participate in, sports, a wide array of topics. Um, and my our plan is to give out these survival guides and these brochures and these books that the sixth graders currently are completing during the last week of school to the rising sixth graders that come from elementary school as almost a how-to guide for rising sixth graders and future sixth graders. Number five idea is create a class memory book. Similar to the old photo books, um, there are pre-made books that you can find online, uh, but it would be awesome, and I've had my students do this in the past, is create one themselves. Um, we allow each student to contribute a page. Uh, for younger students, give them a prompt as my favorite activity this year or a special memory I had this year. Older students can design their pages virtually, um, and it allows you can do this through Google Slides, PowerPoint, um, or you can go traditional and do a paper copy um, and come up with a class memory book where you can always remember these students, but it can also be shared with future students as well. Number six idea is an idea that I saw um, from the PE specialist. Now, the PE specialist is a teacher who runs a website called the PE Specialist. Dot com, And because of COVID-19, we were not able to have a field day. So what I saw was the PE specialist um, through Open Phys Ed Virtual Field Day resources has designed a virtual field day, um, including such games as the Bottle Flip Challenge. You put a bottle in front of a kid and you had them flip it. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, the paper plane cornhole, you take a bucket, you take paper, how do kids make paper planes, try and fly them into the bucket. Uh, it gets very competitive. Uh, bow ball, you take a, 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 like a cornhole uh, pack and you try to toss them into uh, paper bowls or metal bowls. I like paper bowls because they're less breakable. Um, and you put points. On the bowls, the water bottle trap, try and get the um try and get something to stay underneath the trap with the water bottle staying there the entire time. Paper ball trick shot, especially boys. Boys love to make a ball of paper and try and play trash ball with it. If you've ever been in a middle school classroom, you've probably seen this. Have a trick shot idea. Um, at home, virtually, or as a field day option. Towel flip challenge. You stand on a towel. You try and get the towel um, away from you without without leaving your feet. The shoe balance challenge. Basically laying on your back, trying to balance the shoe. Um, it's That's very competitive. 
Those are just some ideas. There are a lot of other ideas out there for the virtual field day option, but these are very unique. I think of if you have a rain day on the day of the field day, you have to have a backup plan. These are great ideas for the backup plan. Short, simple, quick. Um, the next idea is put on a show. Kids love to entertain. Uh, you can invite parents. You can invite other classes. You can invite younger kids uh, just for your, your own amusement. Skits, dramatic readings, acting out a story, talent show, uh, poetry slam, history, um, storytelling. All these are great ideas. Number eight. Make a class video. Uh, pictures throughout the year intertwined into a video where students are given shout outs. Students can add captions and music, a survival guide. Um, all great ideas. Adding live footage of students talking about their favorite parts of the year as a memory, something you could share at the beginning of the year or at the end of the year for students. Another option is STEM and STEAM. Uh, throughout the year, due to time, many teachers just don't have the opportunity to do STEM and STEAM ideas. STEM means science, technology, engineering, and math. STEAM is science, technology, engineering, art, and math. At the end of the year is a great time to implement STEM and STEAM within any classroom. I teach social studies on a daily basis, and at the end of this year, I had students virtually do STEM and STEAM activities. Such ideas as creating the aqueduct at home, uh, creating a water wheel, uh, creating um, a catapult using idea using resources they had at home, and they had to launch a marshmallow or a bouncy ball. Very small base, but it was an idea. They got them very hands-on. Option number 10 is a spirit week. You know, we have spirit weeks for football and for basketball at our school and in our district. But it would be awesome to have a, a spirit week at the end of the year every year for students to participate in. We had a spirit week earlier this year during the remote learning opportunity where students had the opportunity to um, participate. Some of the ideas that I've seen and have been implemented at our school is Silly Hat Day, Pajama Day, Backwards Day, which is very entertaining, School Spirit Colors Day, which I think every school has, Hawaiian Day, uh, Camo Day, When I Grow Up Day, uh, Western Day, um, uh, tacky Day, which can also be called Clash Day, Fictional Character Day, Rainbow Day, um, Generation Day, Crazy Tourist Day, which is basically dressed like a crazy tourist that has no clue where they're going, um, Respect Your Elders Day, which you can also intertwine where you send a physical letter to a grandparent, family, friend, or nursing home resident, um, School Song Day, where you were record yourself performing a school song and chant and you would have the school colors and it would be very community based. Um, episode number 11 
or uh, uh, idea number 11 is make a wearable keepsake. Tie-dye bandanas, t-shirts, baseball caps, um, everybody signs, handprints, make free shirt bracelets. Um, I've done white t-shirts where people, where kids sign their names, do handprints on them. Uh, it allows students to share their memories and feel that community spirit. Number 12 idea is make a summer top 10 list. Uh, I, uh, top 10 places that you want to go during the summer. Top 10 movies that you want to watch. Top things that they students want to do. Top 10 um, books that they want to read. Top 10 memories. Um, great ideas for a summer top 10 list. And they can really... There's endless possibility for top 10 lists. Idea number 13 is create a graffiti wall. Um, most schools have butcher paper, uh, paper that is used to make bulletin boards. You put it on your wall, and you have markers available for students to walk, write about their favorite memories of the year. Shout-outs to their classmates and summer plans. Um, I've used my whiteboard, but that can get kind of messy. Um, so what you have is, depending on how many classes you have, you can have different pieces of paper, different color-coded representing different papers. And if students know where their friends are, they can go to that class and give them a quick shout-out. It's a quick, easy way to also decorate the walls if you had to take them down um, for, for end-of-the-year testing or for the last school, last days of school. Number uh, 14 idea is the Candy Bar Awards. Um, the Candy Bar Awards are an idea that I found on Pinterest, and it was something that I implemented a few years ago, and it worked really, really, really well. So the Candy Bar Awards are basically um, incentive-based, and they are for your individual class. Or if you have teams, they are for your individual teams. Or if you have a small hall, I would say no more than probably 200. Um, you could do them for the whole hall as well. And what you would do is you would come up for you would come up with different awards that match up different um, candy bars. For example, the most well-known one that I've done is the Good Bar Award. And the Good Bar Award is basically the person or the student who is Mr. or Mrs. Goody, Goody student. Um, the student who is the ideal student. Um, there are other ideas. Um, the, Reese's, the Reese's Cup Award is they have a strong outside but they have a soft heart. Um, and oftentimes I award, it, award the candy bar awards to male and female, sometimes just male, sometimes just female, depending on the different years. Sometimes I, ha I nominate or I have students nominate each other, and then they vote. Uh, so we don't want a popularity contest, so sometimes I nominate or I put the list of students in there that are pre-nominated, and then I had the students vote on those choices that I 
pretty put in there. Um, the next idea, uh, idea number 15, is focus on random acts of kindness. Um, there are plenty of ideas that exist that you can have your students continue to be kind to each other and to find ways to be helpful around the school. Um, I've had students on the last week of school come up with kindness projects that they had the opportunity to plan and implement within the last week of school. Idea number 16 is sidewalk chalkorama. You get a large bucket of sidewalk chalk from Dollar General, Dollar Tree, Walmart, Michaels, any of these stores. Your, your school may even have it. And go to the sidewalk, hit the playground, hit the crosswalk, and students draw memories for their past year. They write shout-outs to friends, to staff members, to their fellow teachers, or just draw pure joy of creating something. Kids in middle school are some of the most creative kids you will ever meet. Um, let them be creative this last week of school, and they love Chalkarama. It's an awesome opportunity. Idea number 17 is do a service project. You will hear in future episodes of the impact project that I do in my classroom. But a service project similar to the Acts of Kindness is a great opportunity for students to do something that kids in future generations will remember them by. Plant flowers in a school garden, create a school garden. Collect food for those in need. Write letters to future students, to soldiers serving overseas, to people who are less fortunate, to people who are in rest home or assisted living. Pick up litter. Um, clean up the grounds of the school. But make sure if you do that, that you have safety protocols in place. Primarily focus on the school. Clean up the school. Idea number 18, I spent a day just doing this. Um, when we had a rain out of a field day in the past, I had a backup plan of creating minute-to-win-it games. There are endless websites on the internet of minute-to-win-it games. Come up with wonderful ideas to have minute-to-win-it games within your classroom. Idea number 19 is a simple idea. It is taking post-it notes or index cards and doing thank you notes. It's not really part of the it's not really part of the curriculum, but it allows students to truly practice and learn how to show gratitude to those people who deserve it. And it also gives students an opportunity to learn how to write thank you notes of a very um, important life skill and a, a skill that's kind of been going away recently, but it allows the next generation of students to truly learn how to do it in the last few days of school. You provide them with paper, envelopes, index cards, thank you notes, post-it notes, and you have them write thank you notes to their friends, their family members, school staff members, people who have made an impact on their stu- on their on their year or in their life or other students and you have them give them to them or you have them 
um, in private or have them write it anonymously or give them to the teacher and have the teacher pass them out. It could be truly something amazing that could truly happen. Uh, Idea number 20 is review games such as Kahoot, Quizlet Quizlet Live, um, Light Flipgrid, if you have never tried Kahoot or Quizlet Live or Quizzes, you're in for a true treat. Um, Create Kahoots for interactive game show uh, quizzes, review quizzes, uh, favorite music, uh, memories, have the students create quizzes. I've had students create quizzes, uh, Quizlet Lives, Kahoot, or quizzes in the past, and they've done an amazing job. Uh, you can create content-based Kahoots or just do them for fun. Idea number 21 is a very innovative idea, but it is going to truly need some guidance from um, the from educators. It is called Open Mic. Um, it was something that I did um, a couple of times in the past, and it's truly something that brings the classroom community together one final time. It's a simple approach. Invite any student in your class who has some kind of performance talent, whether it's singing, whether it's playing an instrument, whether it's magic, whether it's creative writing such as a poem or a story, uh, art, and they take the stage in your classroom. Um, I could see you going to a cafeteria or an auditorium if your school has one and give a short performance where your team or your hall or your class comes together to truly show something magical. Um, Now, you need to make sure you have the guidelines in place. Um, It's nothing negative. It's all positive. The classroom community has been built, and you have something truly magical that happens when students get to see their peers step outside of their roles and their comfort zone um, and truly do something that they're passionate about. and they will recognize the courage that it takes to get them get in front of their peers and do something like this. An additional idea, which the remaining ideas kind of go together. Idea number 22 is Breakout EDU. Breakout EDU is um, a kit that you can com- that you can comply com- um, that you can create. Or you can buy them online, but I oftentimes create it. It is a few locks, and they, and students have to complete tasks um, to get to the next lock. It's like the escape rooms that you see uh, in communities. It's like uh, breakout boxes. You can facilitate games. Um, it's a mystery and a challenge where clues are left around the room or around the school, and students have to answer questions in order to find them. Um, you can plug questions or content into a platform uh, similar to Kahoot, but it's very hands-on and it's very innovative and it's very interactive. Um, you can find innovative ideas at Breakout EDU across the internet uh, in groups individually, but it works best in pairs or in groups. An additional idea, idea number 23, is the student-teacher unconference. We have talked about in past episodes, EdCamp ideas. 
Um, you can use an entire day at the end of the year to do this. Teachers and students together, or students, plan short lessons on things they are interested in outside of school. Now, it must stay age-appropriate. It must stay um, student-friendly. But these ideas, if you give them, if you allow students to do this, it allow, students can go, endless possibilities can arise. Ideas such as crafts, yoga, cooking, music, dance, technology, sports. Um, and then students sign up for time slots like an ed camp. And then with this schedule in place, students and teachers can then sign up for the ones they're interested in. And as students are joining, they can talk about these different wonderful ideas and learn from other students about their interests. And you can truly build something that is truly unique. Idea number 24 is a TED Talk. Um, a TED Talk is, is a new idea that has really came to fruition over the last decade plus. Um, and TED Talks are short, powerful presentations um, that educators and other leaders in their field can express their feelings and their viewpoints about a topic. You can have students watch a few TED Talks and then plan and deliver their own TED Talk to their classmates. Episode, or excuse me, idea number 25 is history mystery. Genius Hour and Makerspace, they all kind of go together. Um, Genius Hour, Makerspace, and History Mystery are, are all just about the same idea. And what these ideas allow is they allow students to take an idea that they are passionate about and create something with it or learn something with it. Um, for Makerspace, you present a prompt, create an innovative idea to change the world, um, or create a new piece of agricultural equipment. Create a new piece of technology. Create a new um, piece of material or resource for students to use. Genius Hour, you allow students to research, come up with a product, come up with an idea for, for a topic they are passionate about. Um, if students want to learn how to play guitar, they come up with a plan, present it research it, practice it. Um, if students want to learn how to play baseball better, they do the same thing. Uh, dance, cook, um, all these are great hours for Genius Hour. History, mystery. Um, you pose a mystery for students similar to like Breakout EDU where students have to complete tasks to try and figure out who really to solve the mystery at hand. You can do this for poetry, you can do this for science, you can do this for math. In this episode, there have been 25 plus ideas that you have learned and heard of that are innovative outside the box idea. With this year of uncertainty, the one opportunity I hope educators have learned is we must be open to change. This includes end-of-year ideas. 
You now have 25 outside-the-box ideas from today's episode that you can use at any time throughout the school year, especially at the end of the year. I thank you for listening, and I hope you join this podcast for more episodes on strategies, history, resources, and stories from the Middle School Water Fountain. Until the next episode, we leave you with living the dream because the choice is always yours. Any ideas or opinions shared are my own and they do not represent my school or district in any way.